Hi guys, this is part two of friendships. I just wanted to quickly come on here and make this section talking about a little bit deeper on the topic of friendships. So this won't be very long, but I hope that it blesses you and encourages you in some way. If you haven't yet already, please subscribe to this podcast as I will be coming on here a lot to upload however I feel led by Jesus. So again, this is part two of friendships. I wanted to talk about what Jesus talked about in John 15 when he said that this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay his life down for his friends. I wanted to really challenge you to sit with God in this very moment and to ask him, If you have a faithful friend and if you're being a faithful friend in the way that God calls us to be friends. I say that because there are so many people right now who are building relationships and friendships with people that God's not building. He's not leading them to build and it's leading people astray and it's just wasting time and breaking hearts. And I say that because there's a lot of destructive friendships that are being built right now that are leading people away from the will of God. I mean, that can pertain to so many different situations. You guys, this is just an example, but let's say that you're married and there's somebody in your workplace who is trying to be your friend. Maybe they're the opposite gender or what have you. Um, And God would be telling your conscience not to build a friendship with someone outside your marriage because it could cause, you know, turmoil or strife with your wife or your husband. This is just an example. So it's very crucial to be tender hearted and to be soft and sensitive to what God what God is, is trying to teach you in all things. Because if you're sensitive to God's heart about this, about who you build your friendships with then that's just going to help you draw closer to God and it's going to help you really understand his heart about friendship and he'll use it like your obedience to teach you the deeper parts of his heart on friendship and why it's so important to seek him about this in your life. Okay, so I wanted to, like I said, challenge you. Let's say that it's 2 a.m. and you're having a panic attack. Maybe you're panicking, um, you have anxiety issues from the day before, maybe something was said to you. Maybe you're in a very hard, fiery trial that you're going through and you really feel like you need someone to talk to, okay, in this, this late hour. Who comes to your mind in this very moment when you think about going through a situation like this? Can you think of anybody? Can you really think of anybody that you would call upon at this hour who would genuinely give their time to you to try and comfort you, to counsel you, and just to be a listening ear if you needed at that time in the hour, in the late hour? Um, Another example is, let's just say that something really horrific happened to you throughout the day. Do you have somebody that you can call that you know is going to be a faithful friend, someone that you know that you can depend on? Do you have that blessing? Do you have that ability to call upon someone when you're in need? And if your answer is no, then God would want you to 
understand that it can be for various reasons. Maybe it's because you're building friendships with people that God's not leading. Or maybe he is actually nudging you to get deeper into an intimacy in a friendship with someone. Maybe it's a sister. Maybe it's um, a really close friend that God has put in your life. Maybe it's even your spouse. That's one thing I want to talk about, you guys, is how spouses are there to be a companionship, a life, a lifetime, lifelong companionship. And, for example, my husband is my very absolute best friend. And I know that I can call upon him any time of day or night. Anytime I need anything, he's there. And he's the first one that I go to. Obviously, I go to Jesus, but he's my husband is my best friend. And uh, Jesus uses my husband to comfort me and to counsel me in the way that God knows my heart needs in every situation. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't times, you know, we're human. We can all kind of let each other down in moments if there's just a misunderstanding or if we're tired or whatever the situation is. And I also know that as a woman, it's just, it's something I know that's embedded in me that it is good for me to have a female friend, which I do have. I have that friend, you guys, um, who is also my best friend. I can call her at any moment you know, that I'm going through a crisis, and I think of her when I want to share joy in my day, just like I do with my husband, you know, so I do have that, um, by the gift of God, by the grace of God, and the blessing of God, I do have a few that I can run to who will hold me up, and who will help me get back up, okay, who really genuinely do care about me, and who lay their lives down for me, in the same way that I lay my life down for them. So, I just really felt God leading me to talk about this because it just really puts it into perspective whenever you can step back and really think about who you're being friends with, you know? And really think about how are these friendships, um, how are they um, affecting your life? Are they hoping to produce good fruit in your life are these friendships that are built on God's on God's heart on God's wisdom if not then God will let you know like I just want to point out that when I first started seeking Jesus the first thing to go in my life that were bad influences on my life were friendships that God wasn't building and because these friendships were built upon sin you guys like at first, I was, an, you know, I was an alcoholic when I first um, cried out to God and he saved me. So I had to get rid of a lot of alcoholic friends because they were bad influences. These were people who were just keeping me on the destructive path, who were, you know, sin enablers. And I'm not saying that I don't care about them. I'm not saying, I'm not blaming them, but I am saying that they were going a different way. So it was only wise and crucial for me to start to my road to healing to separate from them so God did separate me from these people so that I could get on a, the path the narrow path to healing and to really focus upon what God wanted me to focus upon to get that healing to get away from you know influences and, and sin because that's that's really that's my group of people back then where they were people who were 
just as broken as I was, and they were, um, you know, turning to substances, so I had to cut that out of my life, and yeah, and then that's when I really just started to draw near to God, and he became my absolute best friend, and through all of this, um, my husband has been my best friend too, so he's always been there for me, he's seen me in my, my absolute worst, and he's always been there for me, you know, praying for me when I was in my absolute worst. So he's just an example of someone who is a good, faithful, loving friend who lays his life down for me. Just as God laid his life down for his people, he calls us to do the same. So I really just wanted to talk about this to help you examine your heart about also how, how what type of a friend are you being? You know, you can ask God, how can I be a friend like you, Jesus? How can I learn to lay my life down for those around me, you know, so that I can serve them and love them and really be a comfort and help to those in my life? How can I do that? If you do that, if you ask God with a sincere heart who really, really wants to become a faithful friend like Jesus Christ, and he will answer you. He will show you different parts of your heart that you need to work on, and you can work on it with God. He can counsel you. He'll tell you, you know, you're hanging out with the wrong people or you've been going this way or that way. And he'll he'll stop you. He'll stop you and he'll um, he'll help you see. You'll, you'll be able to see things clearly that you didn't see before because you were so distracted and wrapped up in your own way and own thinking that you were going a different way. But when God calls you back, that's when you can really start to focus on how, like, the characteristics of your heart that God wants to build within you is when you sit and you really have that relationship with Jesus, first and foremost. So, I also want to just really help you guys know that this whole recording is because it's God drawing you. It's, it's God reaching out his hand to you saying, come to me. Come sit at my feet. Let me be the, your teacher, the one who teaches you to be a faithful friend who lays down their life for me first and foremost and for those whom you love and that I've put in your life. Like, this is what God is saying to you. Um, and Jesus says, you are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. And then God says, I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what his Lord does, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. So you see, God will teach his friends deep, intimate things because with the the effort and work that they, you know, that you put in a relationship with Jesus, he rewards his people by drawing them deeper into a deeper intimacy. And you can't have that if you're, if it's a one-sided relationship or one-sided friendship, it's just not going to work. You know, like both people have to put forth the work and effort so if you want to have a real relationship, intimate relationship with God, you got to put forth your work too, just like God puts in his work. And so I wanted to talk about this because, it, you know, I was thinking about Jesus' disciples, how he had 12. You know, he called 12. And Jesus even knew that Judas would turn on him. But with that being said, God would have forgiven Judas had he repented, you guys. Um, so I just want to point that out too, like, God will forgive anyone who
who repents and who sincerely wants to draw near to him and to do what's right. And that's why it's so important to put on the armor of God daily, which is the relationship that you build with God. And to really get to know and love him so that he can teach you the battle that your soul's against every day. Whether it's, you know, the um, the lies and, and this, the, the things of the devil that the devil will try to put in your path to lead you astray, you know, or to get you to doubt or to get you to give up. God wants to give you these tools to help fight your this battle for your soul daily and for the souls of others around you. Because that's what real love is, you guys. Real love is laying your life down and serving God and it's serving others with your life. And until you do that, then, you know, you're not really gonna, you're not really gonna understand what a true friend is if you're not sitting with God asking him for this wisdom. So I just really wanted to, um, shine some light on this topic a little bit more because I was thinking about it and yeah, I just didn't want this to pass me up. I wanted to come on here and say this real quickly and um, I, I was also thinking of Fellowship of the Ring, you know, Lord of the Rings. Like, there were chosen people in this fellowship, and they stuck it out together, and they were fighting for the good, you know, to, to overcome evil. And it's just like God's disciples. God's disciples, they're disciplined by God. They, they even correct and help discipline each other and learn from one another. They're a family. That's what real friends are. They're a family. And... You know, God says, whoever, you know, obeys me is my mother, my brother, you know, his family. So really ask God what friendships are in your life and what ones he's, he's watering and what ones he wants to uproot for his glory and for his purpose. And trust Jesus, he knows what he's doing. And I just want to encourage you spouses to really cling tight to your spouse, your covenant spouses, and draw near to one another. Become each other's best friend. Because it's almost like, it's like having a slumber party every night. If you can become your spouse's best friend and really lean upon each other in these hard times, you guys are going to really bond. And it's a beautiful gift that God's given. And I just don't want to see anybody waste it. I don't want to see people miss out on what God has given you and what 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 he's handing to you right now so anyways yeah um really take the time to learn what a true friendship is and you do this by going to jesus and asking him and look at his example he died for his friends he died for doing the right thing you know he became a sacrifice and didn't sin he became a sacrifice to save man if man would turn away from their sins that's a true friend you guys can you tell me that you have anyone in your life who's a true friend like Jesus Christ? Those who love Jesus will become like Jesus. So if you want to become a really good, faithful friend, seek Jesus first in all things, and he will light your path and be your guide. Okay, so I hope this blessed you and helped you in some way, and I pray to God that you guys can find fellowship with a close friend, and if you need counsel or anything prayer you're welcome to reach out to me and i will help you however jesus leads me okay so i love you guys god bless